comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko. Joining me as always, he is known by many names, but around here we call him the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, Mike. Well, hello, Greg. How are Greg, you? Greg, by the way, what kind, what kind of beer did you grab? You know what? I those, yes, go ahead. I was just say for those that uh, don't know, we just we did our YouTube video, and then uh, we stay on Zoom. But I said, Greg, uh, I gotta go grab. I'm gonna grab a beer, and he said that's a good idea. I'm gonna grab one too. So we both left, went to our respective fridges, came back, and what do you do? You grab. I am lingering a little bit longer in the season we had before, so okay. I have an Elysian Bifrost. Winter Ale. Okay. Now, Bifrost Winter Ale. Bifrost is our lovely winter brew, a bold pale ale with citrus and earthy hop character, balanced by a smooth malt backbone. Delicious. I'm assuming delicious. It's quite good. I got a... I got a... uh, This is left here. uh, A friend left it here. Uh, last Saturday when we had the UFC pay-per-view, mm-hmm. but it's uh, Avalanche Amber Ale from Breckenridge Brewery, a nice. fine Colorado ales. I had some of that right recently. There. Very good. Quite good, actually. Agreed. Agreed, yes. And I've got uh, uh, some more in my garage that need to go into the fridge, which was gifted to me um, recently by, uh, oddly enough, my boss. He's like, hey, I know you like talking about craft brew and things like that. He's like, this is actually my brother-in-law's. It's actually for sale. Like, you can get it uh, uh, from uh, places in at least Breeze, if not other areas right. of Clinton County. So uh, look out, uh, be on the lookout for Jedi Brewing. Uh, okay. Jedi, just like the – these are not yeah. the droids you're looking for. Uh, this was a – it's a golden ale. Golden Ale, Golden Lager. can't remember which. But anyway, I've had a couple of those. Those are really good as well. Kind of put them in the fridge as a, you know, what sounds good tonight or what sounds good in the next couple of days basis. So. Yeah. I, I would probably, even if you hadn't mentioned it, if I saw something from Jedi Brewing, just Jedi, I would probably get it just not based on principle. Yeah. You know? I feel like you have to. Yeah. And by the way, if you like beer, you should head over to YouTube.com. And throw a subscription follow to Kevin Huntsberger at my one two three cents the podcast because every Friday he has a new video where he is uh uh what is it oh something 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 influence under the rope or rope something influence anyway he's Res- wrestling under the influence that's what it is thank you and I've actually watched those videos <laughs> wrestling under the influence uh, he takes. A, a beer that he finds and he associates it with something in in the world of professional wrestling, which is his bread and butter. Uh, so if you like beer, check out my one, two, three cents and their Friday video, his Friday video, which is 
wrestling under the influence. So thank you, Mike, for it, the assist. Yes. And if you're already on YouTube, by the way, I don't know if I was looking at this camera. We're not doing YouTube right now. Uh, <laughs> if you're if you're already on uh, YouTube, might as well find us, the Nerds United. Um, there's a couple other Nerds United uh, pages out there, I noticed, but we're the only ones. We have like 40 videos or something like that, so we have the most amount of videos. Uh, and we're so the only one with us. like a professionally yeah. done logo. Yeah. Keep that in you mind, know, too. So, so find us, subscribe, uh, go on, watch every video, comment on every video, like every video, share every video, and you could win a prize. I've got some. I got more stuff to give away. It's fine. Yeah. If you do that, on if you like, every, comment, every and video. share on every video, <laughs> I can assure you, you will get something in the mail from Nerd United. You'll, you'll you'll also uh, do more than what Greg does because even Greg doesn't like the videos. I mean, I, I like them. <laughs> do you press the like button on them? I feel like that's cheating. That's like that. That's like best friend of the show Josh who likes his own jokes on Facebook. If they're funny, you gotta like them. That's like it's like voting for yourself. If you if you were voting, it's you versus somebody else. Who are you gonna vote for? Exactly. Fun story. Yeah. Fun story. So before okay, okay, okay. I, before I moved out to uh, New Baden in middle of seventh grade, I actually ran for like student office in seventh grade in my previous school. Right, right. And like I didn't know how it was all supposed to work. And my my parents, oh well, my mom, she's like, run for treasurer. That way you're in charge of all the money. I'm like I don't know think you know okay. what I do with my allowance. <laughs> I right, think that's right. a good idea. Uh, but anyway, like so I had like posters up like watch go for treasure and they're like that's not how it works you just kind of like get in but i i it, it was down like there was a tie um for uh, between myself and another kid uh for who who was like the i don't know if the last but you know like for the spot on, on the thing i had voted for him see but learn your lesson, Greg. I moved like four months later, so it was all meant to be. But I, I did. I followed up with student government in in, in uh, college, so it's okay. Okay, okay. So you, you learned. Did, learned. Were you, did you vote for yourself that time? I, I didn't have to. Okay. I was I was an overwhelming favorite. That's, <laughs> I I that's that's what I know about Greg. Overwhelming favorite. Overwhelming favorite. So yeah. oh, uh, I don't know what's. Uh, why I thought of this, um, but this has nothing to do with our topic that we're talking about. Uh, I, uh, as starting in July, I will officially not be a part of Belleville anymore, like at all. Oh, nice. So I have the Your same lease job. Is technically up. T- same job. Oh, but I, I am going to be in a different area. Boo. So my ties to, I, I won't even be in the Belleville office. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't my idea, by the way. Uh, I was pretty much told that I was doing it. I was like, all right, whatever. So It's a good thing that I still have reasons to come to Troy, to your town. That's right. That's right. So, by the way, I'll be in Troy this week. Heads up. <laughs> Sweet. I don't know, I don't know when, and I don't know if I'll have time, but I'll just be in the yeah. area. Um, well, let's get to it, Mike. Where do you want to start this week? Uh, do, do you want, should I do a quick run of my comic books? Yes, because okay. I did not read 
anything. I'm going right. to have to like shelf all my comic book reading for the next three months. Okay. I, I have uh, a, a, a book this thick for work. People, this is, of course, I'm doing this on the audio version so people can't, <laughs> but it's a, about two, two and a half inches thick. Uh, which, for, which for a lot of people, that's fine. <laughs> I hear that they can't even feel it. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike's mom. <laughs> True. Mm. But anyway, um, right. so I, I have a, a big workbook that I'm going to have to start reading. And uh, I'll, I'll get to that eventually. <laughs> yeah. Because even my boss hasn't read the book. He's like, I, didn't, I just took the class. So tell us, tell us what you have read, Mike, and finish with All the right. best one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll You know what? I'll go in the order from... Not so greatest to greatest. Okay. Okay. Because none of these were bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is from the New 52. I'm going to show Greg I, just because why not. Sure. Uh, Superman Action Comics, Volume 1, Superman and the Men of Steel. Um, by Grant Morrison, Rags Morales. Still don't believe that's a real name. Uh, and Andy Kubert. Uh, this, this is the one I, I kind of vaguely remember when this came out because I the internet hated the facts. If I remember correctly, the internet hated the fact that um, this new Superman, the new 52 Superman, was wearing jeans, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what you see on the cover. It's, it's him. It's, it looks like he has work boots on, jeans, and it looks like a T-shirt with a Superman symbol. Sure. Um, oh, oh, but you learn in, in there he changes into his typical suit. Uh, I think he said because Krypton, it's, it's armor or something like that. Who knows? Not a, not a bad uh, read. You get a lot uh, – there's Metallo in there, I believe. Um, you get a really creepy uh, Lex Luthor. Uh, and I believe he puts the suit on. Overall, not bad. You know, took me a bit to read. Then the uh, – so, If I may, yeah. Rags, Rags Morales, mm-hmm. I, I just I, – I, I want to – I want to put your mind at ease, if I may. Okay. Real name is Ralph. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I, now I know where you went, why he went by Rags. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't go by Ralph. Sorry, all the Ralphs out there. Um, in, in, in this, uh, volume one, the story ends, and then there's also like an additional story of Steel, uh, with, if you, not, better than Shaq's Steel, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's Steel, the actual good Steel, um, and then there's also there was also a little story after that about uh Mon Pa Kent hmm. and they were like their troubles of having a kid. And I was just like, I look, I I feel for, you know, I, I Greg, I know you just have new kids and stuff like that, you know, everybody's gone through stuff. As a comic book reader, no offense, but I don't care about Ma and Pa Kent not being able to have kids. I never <laughs> once in my entire life, thought, as I was reading Superman comics, thought to myself, you know what? The real story is what happened before he came there. Tell, can you tell me about the in vitro fertilization that they had? Can you tell me about the adoption process? Do you think that that is on par with like uh, Aunt May? And Uncle Ben Parker, just like living their, you know, Brooklyn lives or whatever before Peter's parents were killed and, and or whatever the circumstances that led him yes. to stay with them. 
by the way, that reminds me. Uh, I don't know if you heard it or not. It was on not the latest Fat Man Beyond, but it was on one of them. Uh, Mark Bernardin, who's a great guy, was talking about he uh, has a new comic book, whatever, coming out. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about it? Yes. Tell me. Tell tell the people. About, uh, if I remember correctly, he is going to be um, talking, uh, creating the story about what happens if Peter Parker never got bit by a radioactive spider. Right? Or mm-hmm. genetically mutated spider, whatever. Um, and I saw, look, maybe, it's probably going to be a great, he's a great comic book writer, I assume. I don't think I've read anything he has, but I, I like his interviews and everything. I like Batman Beyond. Good guy. Uh, but that sounds really boring. So it's um, and, and this is from Geeky T- or Geek Tyrant, uh, mm-hmm. which is I mean I'm not for nothing. It's a source I don't think we utilize often enough, but that's all right. Um, Peter Parker goes back to photography in Heroes Reborn. Peter Parker, the Amazing Shutterbug. Hey, look, maybe I you know I now the story might be great. It's 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 a it's a one off. It's not like an ongoing series. right right. Oh yeah, of course. But do you, like, are you interested in reading about, uh, Clark Kent editing, uh, the, whatever his daily planet? Well, the intriguing thing about that is that Clark Kent's actually not the editor. He's just a reporter. Mild. Well, okay. Whatever. You know, like I, when he, when he said that, when he said like, what happens if he doesn't get bit? Uh, I don't know. He gets bullied. Um, he, uh, does homework. I don't, I yeah, don't and, understand. And it's, but, it's, but that's where my mind is. Yeah, His mind's no, better. It, it's different. No. Yeah. Yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think the, the, the crux of it all is you've got a, a hero. You've got Peter Parker who, you know, we see him with, with the powers and we see all the good he does with the powers. And in this one, 22 or 30, page, you know, one-off, you have to see Peter Parker, who never became Spider-Man, but still has, you know, that 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 urging inside of him to try to be a hero. So, um, I, I don't know. I, I It's interesting. I, I, I Again, I'm biased because I listen to the podcast and I have other works by Bernardin, and uh, I might try to pick it up. I think it's coming out in May. Yeah. Like I said, it's probably, it's it probably is, just yeah. the idea of it is weird. It's All true. right, so moving on. Uh, next one is, I'm going to show Greg too, WMD, Weapons of Mutant Destruction. I also remember when this came out, at least on the internet, because um, I remember seeing that cover photo sure. and reading a little bit about it. Uh, essentially, in this one, you have a group of uh, scientists, evil scientists, and they're trying to merge... Um, Hulk's DNA with an adamantium skeleton, and they're doing it. They're they're literally just like picking up mutants uh, off the street, throwing them in these vats, and you know, trying to create it. Right. And if if the mutant dies, oh well, they die. They, sure, they move on. Uh, you also have a group of people, which includes Old Man Logan, which who they call Old Man Logan, not Wolverine. Uh, Lady Deathstrike. Um, uh, Sabretooth, Domino, Warpath, which, by the way, I just recently watched um, X-Men Days of Future Past again. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was thinking, I was like, man, we, I, I wish we could have seen more of these other characters like, you know, Blink and Warpath and sure. stuff. Uh, but anyway, so I read it on the comic book 
folks. And, um, oh, they have, uh, not the incredible Hulk. And I didn't even know this was a character. They have the totally awesome Hulk, uh, which was, uh, Amadeus Cho. I, yeah. I had no clue. It was, first of all, I had no clue there was, that there was another Hulk. And I feel bad being on a show called Nurse United and not knowing this. Uh, but essentially for those of you don't, that don't know, and if you're listening, you probably do know, he's like a teenage billionaire genius. And I just read it from a little bit of an insert in the, in the comic book. He was able to extract the lethal radiation from Bruce Banner and give it to himself. I don't know why. I don't know if like Bruce Banner didn't want it or not. Um, but I mentioned, uh, I was telling my son about, uh, Amadeus Cho and he said, Oh, before I mentioned, uh, Hulk, he was, Oh, the iron spider. And apparently he was also the iron spider. Huh. Yeah, if you look it up on Google, he, he was. So, so um, yeah, and, and uh, Cho was, you know, according to marvel.fandom.com, a Korean American born and raised in Tucson, Arizona. Above average was insufficient to divine this extraordinary teen. Uh, created in 2005 by Greg Pak and Takeshi Miyazawa. And his first uh, first appeared in Amazing Fantasy Volume Two, Number Fifteen. Now, great, because uh, I was thinking about this as I was reading. Because I, whenever I'm reading comics, I always think about like how can this get made into a movie? Um, do you think we're very far away from a new version of Hulk? Like, can can you even imagine there being an Amadeus Cho instead of a Bruce Banner? Um. I think so. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stalling because I'm trying to rack my brain to see if the synapses will cooperate. I feel like, I, I, hold on. I, I'm, I'm going to do my quick, quick bit of research here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but while you're doing your research, I'll Please say another do. thing I liked about the comic book. Uh, it sounds weird, but like when they introduce characters, they put like a little thing up and it'll be like, you know, Domino and then her like, uh, powers, which I, I know Domino from Deadpool and stuff, but I like that because there's a lot of comic book characters that I'm like, I don't know who this is supposed to be because they don't look like the, uh, what I see on TV. You know, like this Domino didn't look like the Domino we saw in Deadpool too. Very similar though, but I, I like know that, so you know if other comic books want to do that, just help me out. I, I'm fine with that. Um, oh, by the way, this was uh, by uh, Peck, Azrar, Gill, and Borstel. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I, I was, there was something in here specifically I was looking for, it, and apparently I'm not going to be able to find it, and I'm also not going to waste any more time. Um, yeah. Look, they've got Disney Plus, so I'd say that nothing's off limits. True. Realistically, yeah. I mean, if they if they want to go like a, a young Avengers type of, you know, then I think he's he's a prime candidate for that. Definitely, yeah, definitely for young Avengers. All right, last, certainly not least, because it's the greatest out of the three, uh, and we've talked about this one several times uh, on the podcast. At least you have, because you were working on reading it, and I actually, since you had read it so recently. Actually, what I was going to wait a little while, but it was in the box of comic books. It was always sitting on top, and it, like every time I would just walk by, I would have stared at it. So I was like, "Fine, I'm, I'm going to read it." Uh, anyway, it's a, a man among you, 
And, uh, Greg, uh, it's already said a lot of good things about it. And I agree with him. Um, I, the only, I, I will say the only thing I don't like is I thought it was just one story, oh. like done. <laughs> and then I got to the end. It's too, and I, I'm, I, as you know, as you're reading, you like, you, you, you know how many pages are left, mm-hmm. obviously. Well, one thing I didn't realize is there's extra, you know, not, not extra pages, but you know, there's meet the crew, there's thank yous. Oh, sure. There's, you know, there's all the, artwork. yeah, there's all the, um, yeah. uh, concept art, things like that, right? So I, I thought I, I didn't think I was that close to the end when it ended, but it, it ends at a to be continued. Uh, and I don't know when Stephanie is going to write volume two or if she's in the process of writing. From what I've heard, she's very busy. So. Uh, I just, I, I, I also thought about, I think I'm like, oh, this would make a great movie too. Stephanie Phillips, by the way, uh, the, the writer of A Man Among Ye, uh, who, uh, you're right. It, it, I think it would definitely lend itself well. And I, we might have talked about this one after I got done reading because I read it in a day. I mean, it's not a, it's not a long read. It, it goes quickly, no. flows very, yeah. very well. Um, but it had elements of that, uh, that show that I talked about watching on on Hulu through uh, it was I guess initially it was on Stars now it's on Hulu it's uh, Black Sails and it's the uh, lead in it's like a I mean it's all fictionalized I'm not you know but yeah uh, there's Treasure Island the the movie or the book from gosh 1800s I think Nathaniel Hawthorne but this is Black Sails was like a prequel to that it was. You've got Long John Silver. You've got Captain Flint. You've got uh, and bon- Bonnie Ann, and you've got uh, um, you know the the pirates of the gosh seventeen hundreds, you know eighteenth century things like that. So, I in a way I feel like they've already. I mean, they can certainly take Stephanie Phillips' writing here and and adjust that, but you, I think it would play very well in another medium. Uh, and I'm all for it because I've been, uh, I don't know, flying the, <laughs> flying the, uh, uh, black flag, uh, for, you know, wow, the, the pirates for some reason, but, you know, like, uh, sea, you know, seafaring lifestyle has been something that's been, for some reason, like, I'm not, like, going to abandon my job, abandon my home, and, like, <laughs> Go and like be a pirate somewhere, but it's been Greg. It, it's it sounds like a pirate's life <laughs> for me. <for> you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Uh, no, but uh, it's it's just amazing me. And I actually reached out to Stephanie because she has been on the show before. I mean, and it was September or October of I, I didn't realize it was 2019, but it was a year and a half ago that oh. Stephanie was on the show, and we were talking about. Uh, the the book uh, Descendant that she did for Aftershock Comics, and we also talked about Butcher of Paris because that's what she had coming up, which for, was from Dark Horse. Uh, then she did Man Among Ye, and you'll have to tell me what publisher that was because you have it near you. But I want to say that yes. it was Image Comics. Okay, so Image, and now she's writing for D- DC. She's doing Harley Quinn, Future Slate. I mean, that's I. I I don't know how long she was in the game. I mean, we were talking when, when, uh, I spoke with her for that interview, we were talking about this, uh, hockey comic that she had been working on as well. And that wasn't, didn't seem like it was that far in the past. So, I mean, you just want to talk about some, uh, uh, talent on the rise. 
you know, Stephanie Phillips has, has uh, you know, they used the uh, uh, this uh, phrase in in wrestling parlance, and that's strap the rocket tri- strap the rocket ship to them. I mean, she's she's on a, a upward trajectory, and it's having. I mean, like I've, I've never met Stephanie, you know, and and if we ever open up, you know, cons, uh, comic cons, and things like that again, if she's ever in, you know, Cape Girardeau, Cape Comic Con, or St. Louis, something like that, like I will absolutely go and and you know meet her and introduce myself and say, hey, remember remember the little guy back then, you know? <laughs> but I do. I feel like I and. and it, it's like that, and I don't know if you have that feeling as well, but, you know, when someone who is on, I'm not going to say that when she talk, when she came on Nerds United, uh, that she was on the ground floor. I, I you know, she had things in the works with, with right. bigger, you know, bigger plans, but if, if there's a band, you find out that, you know, like, you heard them at small venues and that, you know, on the local radio station, and then all of a sudden they have, you know, music videos on MTV back oh, yeah. when MTV had music videos I, yep. and they're winning Grammys and things like that. But I feel like when you get in on that ground floor of, of fandom and you just, you, you ride with them, it, it's such a fun experience to, to, you know, follow her, uh, you know, through social media or through, you know, like comicbook.com headlines or, or newsarama, things like that. When, whenever they, you know, say something about her work, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't. It's gonna sound weird. Like I feel like a proud parent, or you know, like yep. uh, you know, definitely like a, a a very very proud fan. I have reached out to her uh, after I after I read Man Among Ye, uh, and knowing that Harley Quinn was was uh, uh, on its way, I said, "Hey, you know what? We we loved having you on the show. You've got we're just, again goofy to say we're so proud of you. You know, and everything that you've been working on. I know you're busy. If you ever have some time, she." And she responded. Uh, she was gracious enough to respond. She said that she just couldn't right now because she had a lot of DC obligations. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, she didn't shut the door on, right, on the future. Right. Um, yeah. And you know, and hey, the the DC obligations. You know, they they you know her her writing for DC probably come with a few obligations of media uh, accessibility and or or specificity specificity. Yeah. There we go. Uh, so, but I, I just can't, can't be happier for her, her success. Um, and you know, just, uh, uh thrilled for, thrilled for when she has some downtime that <laughs> she could come to mingle with the, the plebeians again. <laughs> so, exactly. All right. And maybe, you know, maybe she, uh, she goes to DC for a while, you know, works there, meets a couple other podcasters, you know, who have done some work in DC Brings him onto the show, you know. Maybe a, a, a guy named Kevin, or maybe a guy <laughs> named Mark. Who knows? I thought you were going to say, or maybe she remembers a, a couple of podcasters she she knew way back when. And she brings them to DC, and they're getting all these <laughs> exclusive interviews. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I. I. You know what? <clears throat> I would definitely say yes to that, but I'll, I would also be like, I would feel weird because I wouldn't know any of the current stuff they're working on. You know, like I'd be like, can we talk about this new 52? That's, you know, five years old. <laughs> can we? Well, I just read Weapons of Mass Destruction or Weapons of Mutant Destruction. Uh, that was from 2017 or something like that. I'd be like, have you read anything currently? I'm like, no. And by the way, Weapons of Mutant Destruction was a book that I got solely because the cover interested me and I wanted to see what was inside. So. Nope. Uh, sometimes you can judge a book by its cover, or at least buy a book, book by its cover. 
That's that's why they have covers. That's right. It's a yeah. very visual medium. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of visual mediums, let's move into uh, our next topics of conversation, Mike. Mm-hmm. Did you know there's a show, two of them, on Disney Plus mm-hmm. that uh, are yes. of uh, intrinsic interest to the likes of us? Yes, yes, indeed. We're talking about, of course, uh, Game Changers, Mighty Ducks Game Changers, correct? Right. And Falcon and the Soldier of Winter. I was really hoping that you were going to be like, that's true. And we're talking about uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. (laughs) Well, that's just standard. (laughs) It's about to be standard viewing in my house again. So. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> we just got out of that phase. We were on to Phineas and Ferb, and now we're going to be back in the club. But here's the thing. Why don't you just get it? Look, I don't, I, I don't have, I have a kid, and he's, you know, 16. Uh, just get him started now with, like, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier. What? Just put, the, just put that, like, they, what, uh, are they going to complain? What was I watching last night? I was up doing some editing for, the five heart podcast. Mm-hmm. And one of the boys was laying on the couch next to me. And he's kind of like, you know, he's follow, he, he he's tracking what's making noise and, and lights and things. Like that. So he's looking up like this. What did I, Oh, uh, age of Ultron. I rewatched yeah. age of Ultron last night. So he's like, Oh, and again, this is the audio version. People can't see my face, but just be like, Oh, what? Open eyes, blinking a little bit, mouth open. Is it Excuse me. <laughs> Strong enough. <laughs> and they do that too. That's okay. If, if, uh, if babies are encouraged to burp, then so am I. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look, when Nolan was little, uh, I used to watch wrestling. That's when I was big into wrestling. And he would watch it with me. I know his mom would watch uh, Sex in the City. I don't know if that's her big sh- – yeah, I, that, that's the face I made too. Um, but she would watch it. I know he watched that. You know, because it's, you know, I mean, granted, he also watched like the right, kid stuff, like Teletubbies and stuff like that. But look, just get him started on Winter. He's, he, they can't complain right now. You can watch Winter Soldier with, or no, Falcon Winter Soldier and Game Changers. Did you watch in mm-hmm. your youth on PBS? Did you ever watch PBS in your youth? Yes, yes, definitely. Did you watch a little show? And I, I, a lot of people don't know it was actually created. Like the television show was created in St. Louis for KETV, the PBS affiliate, the Letter People. Did you watch the Letter People growing up? It sounds really familiar. like little. They were little fifteen-minute episodes, and they're yeah, like they'll yeah. introduce you know like a Mister M, and and it's all alliteration to help. Like these are all a bunch of words in this song that start with the letter M, and it's all. Yeah. I got. I believe uh, I did. Got my oldest watching that earlier today. Okay. Okay. Or yesterday, I can't remember. But it was pretty. He, yeah. Then we watched two episodes. He's like, I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, neither do I. <laughs> no. But it's on YouTube. If you want to watch the, just Google or uh, go to YouTube and and uh, type in letter people and you can actually watch the whole run. Well, you're on YouTube. Go to Nerd United anyway. Uh, Might as well. You're there. So, you know? uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. The third episode is yes. out, which, if the numbers are true, we're already halfway through the series, Mike. Yeah, which is very odd. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I feel like there hasn't really 
been that much buildup, I feel. No. I no. feel like, uh, similar to WandaVision, I feel like they're going to have to start picking up the pace on the back half to pay everything off, you know, at the end of the, at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, I do like that. Okay. For, I mean, by the way, spoilers, uh, for this, uh, if you, but if you haven't seen Falcon and Winter Soldier by now, uh, with, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we do get to see, uh, Baron Zemo. True. And he's in, uh, the entire episode. Really? Yeah. Really. It's a very Zemo heavy episode. It's a very Zemo heavy, uh, one. Um, uh, I, I kind I get why uh, Bucky uh, breaks him out or helps him break out of jail, but I was also like I I don't know if he would do that. Like it, I, it was kind of just like well he had to break out because we needed him for this episode, right? And I get that he had you know intel on Hydra or whatever, and it was the whole like there's super soldier serum out there, and they want to find it. Um, you do get to see this that I. I don't think you saw it um, in last time he when he was in the Winter Soldier is that he is he's a fighter, you know, uh, and I think they mentioned it in Winter Soldier that he was a former whatever, you know, Yeah, he was special forces for Sokovia. Yeah, something like that. So but he wasn't out there fighting a lot. Um, I, I they always say like master tactician uh, to describe him and stuff like that. But uh, you get to see more of his fighting skills. Um, you also get to see there's a little uh, at the end, and I forget what her name is, but from Black Panther. She was, that was the, uh, I can't was remember it, her was name. Is it Okoye? I, 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 Okoye. I, I, th- I think so. I think so. By the way, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Yeah. I it's all. Just remember, if we're wrong, it's all Mike's fault. That's true. That's uh, whatever. Hey, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me somewhere that I'm wrong. I'm, that's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, these are, uh, usually like 40, well, 45 minus seven minutes right. for the credits again. Uh, yes, there's episode three, there's six total. This one was, I mean, you know, it's good. Okay. Uh, yes. clarification. Okay. It was not Okoye. Uh, it, it was IO or AO, AYO, literally. Ah. That was my second guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously she, you know, she's looking for, um, uh, winter. No, she was Zemo. Winter soldier. Who's she looking for? Uh, I, Zemo, I'd imagine. Zemo. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, and we saw, speaking of Zemo, got, he put on his mask, which mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know why. Like it, it yeah. literally served no <laughs> purpose. No, no, that was that was just that was for fans. That was just yeah, like, hey, I we mean, gotta put it on. Yeah, it made the it made made some of the diehards cream their undies. Yeah. Um which is totally the appropriate thing to say. Mm-hmm. It's it's eleven o'clock on a Friday night. I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, it really you you saw you saw the mask and he looks at it and then there's yeah, like, a battle, it. whatever. Yeah. And he puts it on to fight. And then takes it off. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. I, again, does it, are there super powers in, laden in there? Probably not. No. It looked like a purple stocking cap. Or even like, was he trying to, to disguise himself? But no, I don't think so. 
And you find out, I mean, he, he's got a private jet and he's like, well, I'm a baron. <laughs> My family's very mm-hmm. rich. <laughs> um, true. You get Sharon Carter. She's yes. Back. Oh, yes. I forgot about her. Yeah. And, uh, you find out that ever since, and they've been talking about it a lot in this episode, uh, or I mean, in this, uh, series that she stole Captain America's shield to get mm-hmm. it back into, you know, like the, the hands, the rifle hands that she thought it would be. You made it feel like, it's been stolen for some time because she's been on the run. She's living abroad. She's like self-exiled. She says, "If I f- step foot on in on, in the states again, I'll I'll be arrested and you know, etc." So, um, but you, so I, I don't know what exactly is going on there. I feel like she's very bitter at the Avengers for some reason. She's got a lot of uh, ang- angst built up at uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I don't yeah, know. Uh, and and Falcon says something to her. Uh, he's like, "If you help us out, I'll get you pardoned or whatever." Yeah. Really, Falcon? How? How are you going to do that? You can't. You, you, you no can't board. get a loan for the boat. Right. Exactly. What? what, what I, yeah. I, I, Falcon does not have the clout he thought he had. No. <laughs> no. Uh, we get uh, a little bit more of um, John Walker. Oh yeah, yeah. I like how they they. He's like they were going to say, who are you? You know, he, he announced himself. He's like, I'm John Walker, you know, stand down or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, buddy, you know how many John Walkers there are in the world? <laughs> right. If you don't start announcing yourself as Captain America, then ain't nobody going to, you know, or whatever. You know, obviously we know him as U.S. agent. Right. But, you know, if you don't, like, I could go or I, I could have say, uh, a, a cape and cowl on, on me, too. I'd be like, who are you? I'm like, Greg Mahachko. <laughs> You know, yeah. It's like it doesn't mean right. shit. He got a little bit more evil in this one. A little bit more um the the ends justify the means type of person. Sure. You know. But uh yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep watching these. You know what I was I kinda kinda sent you a message about um not kind of I definitely sent you a message um about uh I think of this as my new kind of like tgif lineup because i got at least three of them i want to have more but you on fridays now invincible comes out episode of invincible comes out uh game changers comes out and uh falcon winter soldier comes out now i want one more i would love to have one more came out so there's four total but there's not now granted if i had discipline i could just choose whatever whatever (laughs) i wanted to watch and just watch one episode every friday right you know, but it's it's better because I was thinking about like I almost wanted to do it where I was like, okay, at seven o'clock, I'll watch these. Sure. But one, I never know when the the podcasts are going to start. True. Uh, and two, I'm not. I can't wait that long to sit down and watch them. Since all of those TGIF shows, I think, are on uh, Disney Hulu, Plus, Hulu probably or Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. I think. Yeah. Have you ever just like I'm gonna do my own, my custom TGIF lineup? No, because uh, one, I'm not gonna watch that many episodes. I'm just not. I'm 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 never gonna be into it. Uh, my new thing now is if I if I start watching something, it has to have three or less seasons Hmm. on it. Because if it has like six seasons, like Grimm, I haven't watched Grimm in forever. I never finished the the season. I love it. It was great. Great show. 
I love, I loved watching it, but I'm just like, there's so many other things I have. I'm just like, eh, I'll get to it eventually. Like, like right now, so I, I'm focusing on Stargirl right now. That's the binge kind of watch mm-hmm. one. Uh, I think I'm on episode eight or something like nice. that. You're getting there. You know, yeah, it's I'm only twelve there. episodes. Yeah, so, so uh, I'll get there eventually. Because uh, I'm one, I'm, I'm kind of curious about uh, episode ten of what you saw with it. So, but it's good so far. But like, if you're like, oh yeah, check out this, and it's four seasons, especially if it's like the typical twenty something right. episodes. No, can't. Okay, Mike. And I always call me the closed-minded one. <laughs> uh, so you mentioned a couple other ones. I, we're both up to date on Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yes. But just down the road from Falcon and Winter Soldier there at the Disney Plus Avenue is Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yes, indeed. We had episode two come out. And full disclosure, I think I watched episode one last night because I forgot about it. But I, I totally... I, I also rewatched all the movies. Oh, that's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. And right. Including the third one, which no one cares about or remembers. It's when they go to Eden Hall, man. Yeah. You, you, they, you remember that? Cause you just watched it. They get the, they, they get the, here's the thing that cracks me up. They get the, the team name from Eden Hall renamed. Like they're not the warriors anymore. Which, right. Even in the nineties, there's you know in the movie there's an activist be like we shouldn't name them the Warriors like we shouldn't have the Atlanta Braves the Cleveland uh, Indians the Florida State Seminoles the Washington Redskins and of course now we don't have the Washington Redskins yeah uh, and Cleveland is moving away from the Indians now they're just the C on the hat but I digress um, so they when the Ducks the freshman team beats the varsity in in the uh, climactic third act they rename. The team, the Eaton Hall Ducks. Yeah, and uh, it, I, I remember that uh, Emilio Estevez is not in it uh, except for like at the end. He's in it a couple times. He's in it at the end. He's in it a couple times. He, he comes. He comes in as a lawyer. He does. Uh, but talk about game changers. Mm-hmm. Do you only saw? Do you see all one episode or two? I've seen two. Okay. Okay. And it threw me off because I thought it actually debuted the same time as Winter Soldier, so I was kept looking for a third episode. Oh, yeah. Nope, those but, two. uh, yeah, so let's, let's set the stage here for, uh, it, it is not the Mighty Ducks of the 90s. No. The Mighty Ducks are the Minnesota Pee Wee League dynasty. Yes. They, uh, they are the go to team. Their coach, by the way. Did you recognize the coach? Nope. He was Riley from Letterkenny. That's one oh. of the hockey players. On the Letterkenny series on Hulu. Well, you know what? It is good that somebody from Letterkenny is on a good show. You know, finally. So, those guys, <sighs> they, they deserve it. Those men and women, they deserve to be on a good show. So, yeah, let's see. I want to see more of that. That's great. <laughs> oh, uh, Michael. Uh, so, it, they, it's, you know, it's much like the Hawks were back in the 90s the, uh, in the first movie it was all business all winning you have over involved over invested parents who were like thousand dollars for camps and one of them said that you know she had a uh two trainers there or she was accused of having two trainers She's like no i have a trainer and this other one is a sports psychologist for a uh you know 11 or 12 year old kid and you know like it, 
so the the young youth male lead he gets cut from the team because he's not quite didn't have that growth spurt over the summer or whatever so he's not quite big enough and fast enough to move up to the 12 to 14 uh age bracket where it's full contact it's all checking and and everything else yeah. so he, he he's like if you and there's a really nice i mean honestly the mom is spot on uh in her rant about you know like all the all the over involvement of the parents and and stressing and worrying about it and you know, like kids should to an extent be playing to have fun um and and the coach says something back to her something like hey look, look i mean if at this point if he's not up to this level he should just not bother like don't bother right. so they find a loophole that they can create a team if they get uh you know a home rink and six kids and a coach they can create the team which they do cuz that's mm-hmm. the show we would never show without yeah. it and it's a uh, uh, they, they call themselves the Don't Bothers. The rink, the old Ice Palace, is owned by none other than... You know, Gordon Bombay. That's right. The Minnesota Miracle Man himself. Yeah. Which, in this one, he's playing somebody who uh, is like, I hate hockey, I hate kids, kind of down and out type of person. The last time we saw him in this world, he was coming in there swinging that big lawyer thing and uh he's like look i'm the lawyer you have to honor these scholarships like what happened to his legal career i i, that, hope, I hope we get uh, that answer you know what i don't think we will maybe we might get something but uh i that's the one thing that is kind of throwing me off it it doesn't make sense for where his character was last to where he is now to where yeah. he absolutely hates everything right now granted it's been 20 years or Easily, more. Yeah. So we, anything could have happened, you know, and, and they kind of, you know, in Mighty Ducks 2, that's when he is professional. Like he tried to go pro, sure. hurt his knee, you know, so he's bummed about that, but it wasn't like in the end of the third one, he was like, you mentioned, uh, he wasn't like, ah, I hate this. And everything. Right. No, he was good. Came in there, you know, no, you could say like, okay, he, yes, he's good at being a lawyer, but maybe he doesn't like it. And maybe he really loves hockey, which they kind of show a little bit in episode two. Uh, maybe he really loves hockey, but the fact that he never was able to be as success, successful as he should have been, you know, maybe, and, and maybe there was something that happened with the Mighty Ducks, you know, five years ago mm-hmm. that, you know, so whatever. It's just kind of like the, the character is a little like they, they created that character or made the uh, going by made that character that way just so that he can have a turnaround. Yeah. Because, you know, he's going to have a turnaround where he coaches, you know, the, the Mighty Ducks or teaches um whatever, you know, that's uh, that's so obvious. And, and see, I I don't disagree, but I also think based on some of the promotional materials that we saw, that a lot of that instruction is going to come from some of the old ducks, like some of the first gen ducks. Yeah. So. And you know what? There it very well could be that that's what his turnaround is because the old ducks come back to do a little whatever you know practice, and then they come up to him and like, "Hey, coach, this is just how we were, and you weren't able to." Do- Look me, I'm a successful lawyer now, or whatever, <laughs> you know. Yeah, um, Lauren Graham, I think mm-hmm. from Gilmore yes, Girls yes. is is the female right. lead, uh, yes. and she's pretty. Like, I'm not a 
Gilmore Girls fan. It's just not, you know, like I knew her more from like Bad Santa than I did Gilmore right, Girls. Right, right, yeah. It's not my demographic, I'm, I, or I'm not in the demographic, and that's okay. Um, but she's pretty remarkable, I, I think, in about everything she does uh, that I've seen. Uh, here's a Lauren Graham one for you. The Pacifier with Vin Diesel. I know, I know of The Pacifier, yes. I've, I saw that movie before I ever knew what Gilmore Girls was. So, did you see? But Greg, did you see that movie in the theaters? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't. I'm not looking it up, but I know that the movie came out sometime in the early aughts, like maybe 2003 or four. Sounds know, about right. I, yeah, I, know, I rented it, and it might have been. I had a hookup at the video store up there in uh, Northwest Nebraska. So it would be like every 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 time that I'd go and rent a movie, if there was nobody around, it'd be like, hey, okay, there you go. Or if there was somebody around, it, they had a, a, a special offer or something like that. It's like, And mm-hmm. in their system, they found if you rented like 10 movies, you got the next one for free. And so if I was – if I if there were like other customers around, and when I went to check out, uh, she would always say, uh, oh – I see, you know, you've got a free rental here. Do you want to use it? Yes, I do. Uh, do you think it's because you uh, brought Pacifier up there and there was like, look, nobody's renting this one. <laughs> they're like, they're about, just keep it if you want. You it, don't have to bring it back. It happened for the better part of six months. Okay, well, great. And Greg, for clarification, in case you asked, I did not rent Pacifier over and over for six months. <laughs> that's that's doesn't let you rent. You just kept renting it. They're like they're like Greg, just keep it. Uh, wait. So this was two thousand three, four somewhere uh, out there. So I got out to Nebraska in two thousand in in August two thousand three, and I left in the very end of November two thousand six. So it would have been in like okay. the last six months of two thousand six. When did you meet your wife? What year? Two thousand eight. Okay, because I'm just going to say, I think the girl there was flirting with you a little bit. Uh, no, she was actually uh, the girlfriend and then fiance and then wife of uh, – like she was in, in the group of friends. I was at her wedding or their wedding. Okay. So. okay, all right. And oftentimes he was up there like I'd go up there and hang out, you know, play cards or, you know, play board games or whatever. So. At, at, at the video store? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Man. Crazy things happen at video stores, I guess. I don't know. I was actually telling Nolan the other day. What uh, a video store was. We were, well, yeah. <laughs> video stores. No, we watched uh, The Last Blockbuster. Yeah. And um, I told him, because he asked if I ever worked at a video store. And I didn't think about it at first. My first answer was no, but I applied to work for family video probably like four times. Mm. Not that I've seen it was like a great store, but it was one of those, like when I lived in Highland, it was like, it was within walking distance sure. to me. And it was at the time where I'm like, I probably could use a uh, a second job because the one that I have is it paying me shit. Um, but I applied there like at least four times and I couldn't get it. But well, real quick, um, I actually did work at a video store. My very first job was working at It's My Party in Trenton. Where was that at? Uh, right. I mean, the only road that Trenton has is it was called It's My Party or or VBS Video. It's like literally like it, it was. I don't. But I don't, there's not it's not there anymore. Right. Um, but it was right along the the main mm-hmm. main strip, and I used to 
it was when I was 15, so I probably wasn't legally able to work there. Um, but I used to rent videos a lot. Like every weekend, we'd go and rent videos. And then eventually, I guess the there's only two people that worked at the store. Well, three, technically. It was like uh, a dad, a son, and the son's wife at some point in time, I believe. Um, but they saw that I was coming in there a lot. And then I guess they talked to my mom or dad. was like, if he wants to start working here. So I think maybe like I worked there maybe like two hours after school. Maybe I, I can't really remember. I mean, I remember it, but I don't remember the hours. And then maybe on like Saturday or something like that, I'd work maybe four hours. Hmm. But it was easy. It was fun. I would, I, and then I, on my resumes, I would always put uh, assistant manager because technically I assisted the manager. So <laughs> I was an assistant manager. You were assistant to the manager. That's <laughs> yeah, still, still a little office joke for the people. Uh, mm-hmm. I also applied at family video. Really? In the fall of 2013, uh, when I was okay. still in terrestrial radio and I applied to the, uh, family video in, Salem, okay, and I uh, like you know had to take the test because I applied for management, um, and so I had to you know like take a test and pass it, and then I went to, over to St. Louis with a, uh, uh, I think I I had a, I had a local interview as well with with the manager, and she's like yeah take the test and if you pass blah blah blah, so then I had to go speak to the regional manager in St. Louis, and I told him, like it this was. Like I said, this was fall 2003, so I had the beard about as big as I'd ever had the beard. Right, right. And at Family Video, they have a no facial hair policy for men. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad I didn't get it. Right. Then. <laughs> right. And, uh, and they were like, um, y- would you be willing to shave that? Like, I-, I can't shave it till March, or no, till December. Because I was yeah. doing a, a fundraiser from my birthday in July, I was growing the beard out until the end of No Shave November, and I was okay. shaving it off in the proceeds of whatever going to charity. It was supposed to be a big fundraiser thing for Relay for Life, and instead, it cost me and my wife like a hundred and twenty, hundred and thirty dollars to like get all the food and everything prepared for the event that nobody came out to. Uh, oh. so we're like, it should have, we'd just been better off donating the money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so I had a, had a good conversation. What I thought was a good conversation with the regional manager. He's like, oh, well, you know, we'll keep you in mind and let you know. So this reminds me of something. Uh, and we're not really mind sold cards. A, a, so. a, a, a question there, it makes no sense for a, any job besides military. Or besides uh, something where you would have to wear a mask mm-hmm. to require uh, no facial hair. And, I mean, that and, is, and you can see me now. Like if when I have when I had a, this beard at this time because it was July, August, September. It was easily f- about four months old, so it was mm-hmm. growing yeah, a little yeah. crazy. And I, I wasn't smart enough to have like beard oils or you know anything to right. keep it under control. Yeah, but like I mean, you see me now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I do now is, no offense to the good managers or assistant managers of family video, but what I do now is considered uh, a higher quality job. Uh, yeah, and, oh, yeah, yeah. And I have a goatee, and, like, that's not even a, like, nobody's second-guessing. be like, you know, no. it's not like the old cartoons where if you have a goatee, you must be the villain. Yeah, <laughs> Like, it, it makes no sense, like, not being able to have facial hair, 
not being able to have tattoos, um, and I, and like even sometimes jewelry on a man is is frowned upon. You know, like earrings and stuff like that. Well, not it's wedding the only, rings. The only thing, the only jewelry I wear, Mike. <laughs> not, not not wedding rings. Uh, although I I don't like it when some people have uh, wedding rings, but that's the story. You know, that's just for me. <laughs> and and that's 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 that you you don't think they shouldn't wear them. You think they shouldn't have them. Yeah, I just you think they shouldn't be married. You think they should you know? be available. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how we got on this tangent of family video. I don't know, but, no. uh, game changers, game changers is good. Yes. Uh, good. look forward to episode three. Yes. Uh, and moving on to really the one that we're here to talk about. We're, we're already at an hour, so it's not going to be a long conversation is Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. And you actually had to remind me that it was dropping this week because I forgot. Yep, I I knew it was dropping because I you know it was online and I I was kept getting you know as you scroll like I it was before it came out and I swear I swear I saw some reviews and I didn't read them I just saw the the, the titles of them and I thought and I can't I can't find these reviews now but it was saying like Kong versus Godzilla a long snooze fest yeah like a bore. And, yeah, I saw and I'm that. Like, oh, I'm like, okay, I'm glad you saw. But I, I I searched for him again and I couldn't find him. So I was like, am I crazy? Yes, but also they're probably there. Um, because I watched it just like you did, and I was like, what movie were they watching? Because there was so much action mm-hmm. in this. Now, granted, I don't know the lore of Godzilla, and I'm not a big, you know, I don't say I'm not a big Godzilla fan, but like. The only Godzilla is I watched. I watched uh, his la- the last his his I say his last. I, I saw his last movie. Sure. Besides this one, he's a big you know? star. Yeah, he's a big star now. Uh, but I, I and I remember seeing Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. and I liked that. But this is like I mean, well, okay. Now, granted, it was forty. I I, I paused it to see. It was forty minutes into the movie we saw before we saw uh, Godzilla and Kong fight. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty good, I'd say. I w- I wasn't bored up those up to those forty minutes because they had you know you start right at the beginning you had uh you know Godzilla was on something of a warpath mm-hmm. and yeah. then you had the the scientist or whomever they had to go find you know and first right. of all I loved uh, I don't know how much of this we should or could spoil but I loved that little. Uh, Wink and a nod, perhaps, to the very beginning when, when they're on Skull Island, with with the the tree throwing the tree in the air. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, how yeah. far is he? How far is he, that going to go? I'm like, oh, that got stopped very abruptly. <laughs> right. Uh, no, I I enjoyed that that notion of they're they've created something of a I don't know, like a protective home. Even yeah. though I'm sure he, you know, probably felt like it was a prison, you know. Right. Um, it was very. I'll tell you what it reminded me of just now. Very Truman Show esque, you know. Oh, like oh, yeah. Cameras yeah. are on him all the time. They're sending in people to interact with him. How he hasn't killed them all yet? Well, don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and obviously with this, and you knew it was going to happen, but they made Kong. This, I think, it's the biggest Kong there's been. Yeah. 
because the whole thing with Kong versus Godzilla, when they first talk about it, is that in I guess in the movies in the past, Kong is like a hundred feet, and I think I've said this before. Kong is like a hundred feet. Godzilla is a thousand feet. So like it would they would Godzilla would smash Kong just easily, but they they made them equal size. Right. And they also, by the way, we're going to spoil some of this. So sorry. Um, by the way, it's, you should have seen Kong versus Godzilla. By now. It's definitely not it's four been, hours. It's, yeah, it's been, it's been out for a while. Um, but they do have some good fights in there. Um, and once, and I, I think there was, there was one near the end where, and, and maybe because I had kind of walked away for a second to like, yo, grab a drink or whatever and come back. Uh, so maybe I missed the reason why. So maybe Greg, you know the reason why, but Godzilla has Kong on the ground and he has this Godzilla's whatever foot, whatever you call the lizard foot on him. And all of a sudden he screams in his face like, Mah! no fire, no just like breath, that. just screaming. And then Godzilla, no, sorry. Then Kong screams back at him. And that, and I'm like, what, what, why don't, because you would think like Godzilla has him down on the ground, right. he's gonna fire breath his face off. Yeah, but no, he just screams, and then Godzilla, then Kong screams back, and I'm like, okay, I guess your fire breath is out, or he just wanted to scream. Who knows? He he was out of uh, he was out of shots. His, yeah, didn't have one extra <laughs> in the chamber. <laughs> but it did it did kind of remind. So there's a running joke with uh, the the great mates. Uh, especially when, if you've ever listened to um, the, the Weekly Planet, because uh, they, when the beginning they were talking about this was before, before um, Batman versus Superman came out, and they the whole they said the whole plot is going to be they fight for a bit and then they're mates, you know, and that's basically what the plot of Kong versus Godzilla was. Also, they fight for a bit and then they're mates, so they have to fight against Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, yes and no. Like, I don't think that they ever, like, found that common ground. I, I think the only thing that they had in common was there's this other thing that shouldn't exist because the the energy or the, the identity that it's built off of is a creature who's dead, and it's built by human hands, and it's, you know, you, you entrust something to human hands, and it's just not going to end well. So I feel like... You know, like the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. And I think that's kind of where they left it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't think that, they're going to be like go down to the pub and, and have a pint later. I think there was when when Godzilla started going back to the ocean, I think he looked back. There was a look he gave Kong like, bro, you know, so you want to go for a swim? And, you know, so uh, this is supposed to end the um, the Monsterverse uh, or I got whatever you want to call yeah. it. Uh, thing. What this you, is going to be the end of it. What do you think about that hollow Earth theory? Like you can get from like one side of the planet to the other just by cutting through the middle at light speed. I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm no scientist, but I think we should try it out. All right, Mike, I, I volunteer you. Oh, <laughs> well, how, I mean, quick, how quickly would you, you like to get to Australia? <laughs> yeah, or I mean, great. Just think, I, I'd be like, I could just come over to your house, like. It's like walking out my door. Just like walking out my door, all of a sudden I'm at your house. That's why the, the um, mutant ability to teleport is the one that I'd be like, absolutely. Let's do it. But I, I I couldn't do it. So 
this is an interesting question or an interesting topic that is completely off of Godzilla versus Kong. But in X Men Two, mm-hmm. X Men United, you know, like yep. they say that uh, I think Nightcrawler's powers are limited to that which he can see. Yes. You know, in front of him, so he can go like yes. a few miles or whatever, depending on if he's got the high ground. But in like Jumper with Hayden Christensen, Sam Jackson, uh, Diane Lane, mm-hmm. uh, and others, uh, he can go to anywhere he's ever been. Uh, I believe it's to where he's ever been or where he's ever seen. As maybe that's well. what. Maybe that's what with the picture but, with, with photographs. Yeah. So I um, think that would definitely I'd rather that be my way to go. Yes. Then like, you know, the, I I prefer the long like, hey, I've been to San Diego. Right. You know, I've been to Disney World. <laughs> Let's just, oh, I'm here. How, however, and if you remember, and I'm currently actually watching uh not currently at this moment, but it's on my Disney Plus, uh X X two again. Um and I remember he does learn how to go further because there was obviously the scene with Cerebro is crashing and he has to get um, Professor X out of there and so he can't see necessarily see anything outside but Professor X just like just you know trust me or whatever right he, didn't you know, he like open his mind or something like that and say yeah yeah use my eyes or whatever kind it was of, yeah so. yeah kind of shows him that way so. yeah I guess if we all I mean, if you have a Professor X line around, and let's face it, with it's with, might as well. with with those legs uh, of his, you don't have a Professor X walking around. By the way, I also say <laughs> I think that uh, X two has one of the best lines, it, which is when Wolverine walks into Cerebro and he's smoking a cigar, and basically uh, uh, Professor X tells him to put it out, but he says like, uh, "If you don't put that out, I'm going to." You'll you'll spend the rest of your uh, life thinking you're a six year old girl, right? And yeah, Wolverine's like, "Would you really do that?" He's like, "I'll have Gene uh, braid your hair." <laughs> I'm like, "Damn!" And, and you know what? Professor X could do it if he wanted to. And, and then uh, I, I remember that the end of that scene, or, or the next beat in that scene, is he puts out the cigar on his hand. <laughs> yes, yes. Hand, so. okay. Yep, yep. Uh, well, we didn't mean to, but we just consolidated the. Godzilla versus Kong conversation <laughs> in like two minutes. Well, um, did, real, real did you quick, need did you quick. need any of the human element in that movie? That's okay. There's a lot of the human element you didn't need. Um, yeah, you need some human element. Don't get me wrong. I, I'll watch a two hour just Godzilla versus Kong fighting each other movie. Um, you know who I didn't need in there, and this has nothing to do against this actress or the actor. I think they said now. Um, but um, the eleven Millie Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. I'm, I honestly think that she was just put in there because for, she was in because the last of movie her, because of her name. Yeah, you know, like she didn't have a big part. Yes, her she helped would do whatever to defeat, to defeat uh, Mechagodzilla or Tom Brown. But really, it was the guy, and I don't know his name, but the guy from Deadpool too. Right. He uh, yeah, it was like, really you needed just him. I think I would have really, like while the monsters are squaring off, or you know before they're about to square off. I because Millie Bobby Brown's character was like definitely on Team Godzilla, right? Whereas you had the the young uh, deaf girl who was clearly on Team King Kong, yeah, and signing to him, and you know they were buddies and things like that. So I really wanted them to like have a confrontation, 
Like, this is why your side's wrong. No, this is why your side's wrong. And then the, you know, Godzilla and Kong could uh, facilitate peace because they're being, I don't know, uh, the human element is is helping to craft that peace between the two. You know, it's like, hey, this right. is just a huge misunderstanding. My, my boy was just down on Skull Island, you know, hanging out and doing his thing. Y'all attacked us type of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it, the, I, uh, but the, why was Kong, not Kong, Godzilla just went angry because there was another Titan there? I guess. I don't know. And there's like an energy signature or something. The way I interpret it, and it might not be accurate, but the way I interpret it is that he was trying to, I, I almost felt like he was trying to go after, you know, like, were they in Hong Kong finally there? Uh, you know, and, and get to that point. But it's like he, at the end of the last movie, all the monsters are bowing down to him. So it's right. like, okay, that's, you know, subservience is not such a bad thing. I don't know why I'm, I'm out here killing everybody. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed it though. I, I would, I would, I, I hope it's not the end of the monster verse or whatever. Granted, there's only been three. I, what I mean, well, maybe four. I don't know. I would watch another Kong movie. Is it three? Three and then three Godzilla and then the Kong movie. So yeah. Okay. So, so four. Yeah. Um, I would watch, I would not watch another, I, I want to see Kong, uh, and, uh, Godzilla team up. And they start a, uh, a bakery. <laughs> I thought you were gonna, when you said team up, I'm like, tag team champions of the world. <laughs> That's <laughs> also, that could work. I, I like, I like, uh, uh, G and K, uh, baked goods even better. Yeah, yep. Or cured meats. Yeah, because Godzilla Kong catches the meat. Godzilla cooks it with his atomic breath. Right. You know, because he, and he he knows how to do it. Right. By the way, the thing with the atomic breath, uh, the, the atomic breath that's supposed to be radiation, right? You would think so. So everybody around, they just they're definitely getting cancer. Oh, probably. That just because they just they just stare at him. Blasting out this radiation, and they're just like, "Well, oh, cool." Like, well, you guys are all dead. Well, I guess I didn't need to have kids. Yep, exactly. They're all sterile too. <laughs> so, all right, Mike. Uh, it's always a great conversation with you. Um, for some reason, I'm finding it difficult to keep my eyes open. So I it think. Sing you a you know, if if my oldest was awake, he he'd like put his little hand on my shoulder, and be like, "Twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> yeah, like." I hear you. So, all right, we can get out of here, Mike. It, it's a pleasure. Uh, we'll have to do it again soon. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, I'm glad you don't have to go back to the gym tonight. Nope. <sighs> uh, so get your rest, sir, and we'll get our rest as much as we're allowed in in this house. Uh, but for the co-host of the Michael Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko. This is Nerds United on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network, reminding you to be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.